everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters, where we think pinching pennies is like pinching your own nipples. My name is Matt, <laughs> and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? I am excellent, <laughs> and I am drinking a summer ale. It's S-U-M apostrophe R. Oh. It is USDA uh, organic, okay. and it is it is from the... You need a brewing come. You need a brewing. No, and, uh, no, I don't when, believe it's that. Wait, wait. U i n t a. Oh, you into brewing? Yeah. yeah. Ah, clever. You're very good at pronouncing brewery names. That's for sure. Na- Listen, I nailed every time, dude. Hey, we're gonna talk about saving tips for moving today. That's what we're gonna get into. But uh, before we get started, uh, I'm drinking. Also, USDA organic water. <laughs> uh, if you guys have questions about personal finance, uh, shoot us an email with your questions. Uh, listen, money matters at gmail.com. Questions or just say hello or whatever you want to do. Uh, we also want your submissions for catchphrases that we say at the beginning of the show. Uh, this week's comes from uh, Andy Mateel or Metal, or I'm not sure how to say the last name. Sorry, Andy, but your catchphrase is brilliant. Which is where we think pinching pennies is like pinching your own nipples, which is from an episode we did. Thank you, Andy. That is great. And you can send them via Twitter. It's at Money Matters Man. And uh, we really want to hear from you guys. So let's get into things. We are starting these episodes off quick. Getting That's into right. moving. All right. So how many times have you moved in your life? You oh, moved a lot. Sh- I've moved like a hell of a lot. But dude. even like in your post life. Like my your post life, like my afterlife. After, after. Yeah. No, I mean like in your adult life, I should say. Like did like where you did most of the moving. I know you moved to you were you told me recently, and I didn't know this, hmm. but you told me that you lived in England for a while. For a year and a half, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all third though. grade. I'm sorry, all of fourth grade, half of fifth. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting. But you didn't do like I'm sure you didn't have to do I, I didn't do the moving. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I think I unpacked my Sega. When we arrived, and uh, that was that was it. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I got everything I need. <laughs> no, don't bother me for forty hours. That's right, dude. It was really dramatic. I had like the transformer hooked up to the Sega because it's different yeah, power. Different power and, yeah, different power. Yeah. Uh, so did you? Well, you moved into. Uh, you had an apartment. You moved into this place, but I'm sure when you moved from your apartment to this new place, you really didn't have much to move because all your shit got damaged by Hurricane Sandy. True. I mean, this okay. is my third apartment, but I also in the between had to move to my parents and back. All right, that so was, that's just post college. And you and all these moves have been kind of local. Yeah, because all my moves have been local too. I haven't really moved like across the country or anything. Mm. Um, but I actually have. I've compiled ten tips for saving while moving. Like ten major tips that I have. Like I'm broken down into like even like smaller, rich tips beneath that. Like just the tips. Like just yeah, I'm just gonna give you the tips. All right. All right. Uh, and I'm gonna start by saying, number one tip: never pay for boxes. Oh, dude! Even with like packing stuff with FedEx, like they, it's like it costs five dollars to ship it yeah. and like twenty dollars for a box. Yeah, they rape you on ridiculous. the box. That's where they make their money. So, um, here's the deal: uh, if you want free boxes, which are actually not that difficult to get, uh, there are. Uh, recycling plants that will give free boxes away. Really? So if you have a local recycling plant in your area, you can go and get free boxes. Yep, what I've been told. Uh, hospitals, labs, pool stores. And I'll tell you why those three in particular. 
because those places are shipped chemicals, mm. right? And chemi- when you ship chemicals, they have to have double-walled boxes. So the boxes are thicker and are, mm. like, durable as all hell. And, like, mm. so that's perfect for, like, heavy dishes and books and stuff. Like, I worked in a pool store for years, and all of the chemical boxes were, like, real thick, heavy-duty, almost impossible-to-break-down boxes, you know? So if you go to a local pool store... I'm sure they have a dumpster full of maybe already broken down boxes, but that's okay. You know, some tape and you can tape, fill them yeah. right back up. Uh, and we'd have people come and, and, you know, can we have some of your box? Absolutely, you can take our boxes because um, you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to deal. Well, it's, it's you know, as a, where we had, we had a dumpster that we had to pay for every time we, un, you know, every time we had to get, you know, waste management to come and undo it. So mm. the longer we prolong that expense as a company, the better. So giving away free mm. boxes was, yeah, absolutely. Go in the back and do what you want. We also gave away skids, too. Um, skids? Yeah, like, you know, those, I'm sorry, wooden pallets. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Uh, if you if you need those, we give them away. In, in an unrelated note, I was walking home with uh, Laura, and there was a pallet sitting mm. out there. And she's like, oh, I could do, like, some cool DIY stuff with that. Yeah. So I carried a pallet like ten blocks. Those things are effing heavy, dude. Yeah. They're like insanely heavy. Depends. There's ones that are real cheap and light, and there's ones that are heavy and durable. It was uh, like a legit. It was like bigger than my body, and there's like, anyways. Apparently, restaurants uh, that get shipped potatoes. Apparently, potato boxes are pretty sturdy. Hmm. Uh, you can ask people on Craigslist social media. So like, you go on Facebook and say, "Hey," and I've gotten this too. I just recently moved, and. Uh, a friend of mine emailed me through Facebook and said, hey, I heard you just moved. Do you have any boxes uh, I can come pick up? And yeah, just like open the garage door like here, have all the boxes. So people just have boxes lying around. Um, when uh, when I moved, my mom, because she, she goes to the liquor store a lot with my dad and they get like a ton of wine and come home. They just asked the liquor store for boxes and I had like just tons yeah, of too. wine boxes and shit. Perfect. Exactly. Wine. I mean, at the pretty much every liquor store has like a section of boxes that they keep <laughs> for people to buy a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Right. Um, there's another one here for uh, apparently shoe stores. They get uh, big boxes when they get their shoes delivered. Hmm. So we're looking for big boxes there. Like, and, I guess you could go like almost anywhere, probably like the supermarket and shit. Like just you know. Yeah, I'm just ba- bottom line is don't pay for boxes. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially moving boxes are n- not worth it. And you should really try to box everything because I know that when I moved. Everything is easier because, like, everything's packed and stacked. It's easier to stack in the truck. It's easier to stack in your home. Uh, everything can be labeled, which is yeah. nice for I unpacking. Mean, depends on your situation, but, like, I'm three stories up or uh-huh. two stories, you know, three flights or something like that. And, uh, like, to carry, like, just two arm worth of things is, like, not enough. You'll take, like, 50 trips. Yeah. So, like, we would, like, load it on our backs, like, huge-ass boxes. So you make, like, less. Or you get, like, one of those hand trucks, and you can get those upstairs and stuff. Especially if they have big tires. Mm. Uh, The number two thing I have here is, um, which is what happened to you, uh, move less stuff. Yeah. So uh, make sure your house gets hit by a hurricane before you move, and that way (laughs) a lot of the stuff you won't have to move. Uh, No, this is uh, something I did, actually, when I just recently moved last year. I left a lot of furniture for my tenant. I Mm. just got rid of it and uh, put a lot of things on Craigslist just to just because I didn't want them in the new place. I didn't need them. Right. Uh, I put, you know, started selling stuff on eBay, little things that I just, why? Like, why do I need to move this 
giant fake plant. I don't. Yeah, it's been in the it. corner just because it was there, but you know, it looked nice. But you don't need it. No, I, I just, actually know a few friends who like they just have things like couches, and they're gonna move, and they just, you know, I just gonna get a new couch. I don't need this two couches. I only need one. And they just sell it. They email everyone like, hey, yeah. who wants it? Exactly. I I would post pictures up on Facebook like, hey, I got this, I got this entertainment center that's not coming with me. Who wants it? You Half know? the time, it's like if you'll carry it out of my house, like I don't need any money. I don't need. Like, yeah, just, right. I just don't want to lift it. Well, shit. that's what I'm saying. You can either throw it away, you can donate it, you can sell it, you can do whatever. But the less stuff you take with you, the less it's going to cost you to move, and the mm-hmm. less time it's going to take you to actually move. You know, which that's why I'm trying to like downgrade all my shit because I want to be able to like take. Uh, if I ever had to fly and move somewhere, I think Virgin Airlines like allows you to take like nine boxes for like uh, they they have some sort of deal where you can. Take a lot of things with you. Dude, I can't even imagine lugging nine boxes of your shit into an airport and trying to negotiate that through. <laughs> the yeah. Whole. yeah, good luck with that. But, you know, I know that's kind of crazy. But that's what, I mean, I, I think uh, Omar Nicole did that. Really? From Business Republic, yeah. They did. Damn. They moved everything on a Virgin Airline. Hmm. Um, because, I mean, the place that they moved into, I think, was already furnished. But... Still, I mean, getting rid of, like, I'm pretty much not taking any furniture besides, like, my bed, and that might not even be the case. I don't know. But, yeah, moving less stuff, you don't have to get as a big of a truck. You don't have to have as many people to help you. You don't have to hire a moving company if you have less stuff. So And it's still going to take all day anyways, so yeah. the more shit you lug around and yeah, for sure. take your part of your desk and your bed. Uh, God, such a pain in the ass. Yeah, man. and speaking of boxes, uh, screw bubble wrap. That's number three. That's what mm. I wrote. Uh, because bubble wrap is expensive. It's fun to play with. And that's pretty much all it's good for. Because the cat likes it. The cat likes bubble wrap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's weird. Is that weird? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I also can, like. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you're a five year old, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> there's. You can use clothes. You can use towels. Mm. You can use newspaper. You can use bed sheets. You can I thought use- you were just going to come out with a newspaper, and I was like, ah, oh, I guess. Well, newspaper dude, clothes cost. is an awesome idea. Dude, like, clothes, bed sheets, pillows. Dude, half the time you're going to wash this shit when you get there anyways. Yeah. Or you know what? Just don't do the laundry before you move and right. wrap shit in your dirty laundry. Yeah, I think when you got to wash it anyways. Yeah. I mean, I did towels for, what, like p- like plates. Like, I have a lot of ceramic plates and, mm. like, cooking stuff. And, yeah, we didn't – I didn't use any bubble wrap. I didn't buy any of that shit. Forget it. Hmm. Um, here's one that I found interesting. I didn't actually know this, and now that I do know this, and I'm about to tell you guys this, uh, I'm gonna utilize it. But you should keep track of all your moving expenses. Do you know why? Can you write it off on your taxes? Yeah. 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 I was right. And actually, I have a quote from Dave Ramsey, our good buddy. If your move meets cri- certain criteria, you can deduct the expenses from your federal income taxes. Says That's brilliant. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to actually tell you exactly how to do it, too. Uh, mm. Did some research. <laughs> uh, you're going to call. <laughs> we don't do that here. What do you do? Uh... <laughs> you're going to call the Internal Revenue Service, IRS for the layman. Uh, don't go fuck themselves. No, don't do that. All right, go ahead. I know it doesn't matter. Uh, so you can call them. I'm going to give you the number, 800-829-3676, or read Publication 521 titled Moving Expenses. Hmm. And you have to meet these three tests, and uh, if your move uh, will meet the distance test, 
if, like if you if you have like a, if you're traveling a long distance, I, let's see. It says your move will meet the distance test if your new main job location is at least fifty miles farther from your former home than your old main job location was from your former home. Oh, so you'd have to move for a, a job? Depends, yeah, for that particular test. Yeah, uh, fifty so miles isn't even that far. I guess. I guess if you're moving for your job, then it's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you could probably still commute 50 miles. I mean, it's not that bad. No. It's bad. It's bad if you do it every day, but, you know. No, 50 miles isn't that bad. That's not bad at all. How I, much do you think Hirsch commutes? He's he's all the way yeah, from definitely, upstate New York 50, to the city. Yeah, more than 50 miles. I, I used to commute more than that. It's a lot of time, dude. That's a lot. My, of- my, drive, my drive used to be an hour to work and an hour home. Hmm. So, yeah, easily able to do that. Um... Let's see. Pack yourself. Not like yourself yeah. into a box and <laughs> mail it, which I guess you could do for easy air travel, cheap air like travel. Ocean's 11. Is that or what Ocean's happened? 13 or whatever where the, the Asian contortionist or whatever fits into this like tiny box. Yeah. And, mm. I'm sure. I'm, I know people have done that before. Hide in the wheel well. I've seen, I heard about <laughs> a kid that survived that. Um, so what I do is, uh, you know, I've never hired a moving company. Have you? Mm. No, not personally. I mean, we did when we moved to England, but of course. logistics was insane yeah. overseas. But yeah, I mean, look, I would just ask my friends and family, and I say, "Hey, I'm moving. Who wants to come help? I'm paying you in beer and pizza." I was just gonna say, dude, <laughs> beer and pizza that'll bring all the boys to the yard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and with with one cup, is that all of the references? No. Wait. No. Uh, no. If you're if you're moving far, it might be a little bit more difficult, obviously. Uh, but it's good for short distances. So, like, I had a when I moved, I had friends help me in the one location because it was close, and then at the other location, I had a different set of people help me. You know what I mean? Oh, that was awesome! Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, we moved. Shit, when I moved in with my brother, I think it was like me and my dad. Like there was just two people. I mean, we didn't. And again, you don't I even need that many people. I mean, it's going to take all day anyways. So, you know. And then if you waste the whole day moving boxes, then you just won't unload that day. And it probably doesn't even matter. Well, it depends if you rent a truck and you need to unload that day. Oh, you don't yeah. Pay for the extra rental. Dude, like, not, not even my moves. Like, I was basically for a few years, like, the designated uh, U Haul driver. Uh, and I'll get, I would what get do you like. Mean? Some- what does that mean? So any friend who was like moving, uh-huh. I, I somehow would get like roped into it, and I would be the one to pick up the U-Haul, drive it, and drop it off. Why? Why would you do that? I I don't know. I guess because I had vast U-Haul driving experience. Hey, it just it just so happened, you know. Okay. Yeah. So um, and no, but I totally know like the the hour limits and it's yeah. like stressful and shit and. Well, I mean, because I, I it's part of my list too, but if uh. If you want to get out of avoiding, you know, helping your friends move, don't buy a pickup truck. <laughs> like once you own a pickup truck, you're going to be asked to move more than you more than at most people. Dude. All right. So I just want to say on the U-Haul thing, something that, that I didn't realize. Um, I think most people don't realize. Well, wait, like- I do, I, I'm going to get to the, the truck stuff. The truck is like the last thing because there's a lot of truck stuff. Because I, I have a U-Haul tip. Yeah. U-Haul is a truck. Yeah, all right, fine. So my, my last tip is all about trucks. So why don't you save it for that? All right, I'm not going to remember. They're going to lose this rich well, tip. Write it down, dog. All right, fine. Go, I go. Cannot. 
it's great to be back from vacation. <laughs> I'm using the word dog now. That was fun. I didn't know this either, but uh, I had number six here is let the post office help you. So if you have a lot of books, consider shipping them through the U.S. Postal Service, which has a special rate for books and magazines. You know that? It's called really? media mail. Yeah, media mail rate. Uh, Wait, but you have to slip them into that thin envelope? No, or no, no, You no, could no, put no. them in a gigantic box. Uh, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm reading, yeah. And uh, apparently it gets there slow, but pretty cheap. So if you are moving... I mean, if you can't fit them in whatever. Well, look, if you're moving... I mean, no one's reading magazines anyways, so it doesn't matter how long it takes to arrive, right? I read magazines. You I read don't, physical magazines? I do, but I usually throw them out when I'm done. I don't keep them. I thought they I used stopped. To, I used to collect magazines. Like I used to like keep all my Rolling Stone magazines and like all my pool magazines. I know, yeah, that's a thing. I, I, dude, I, I could have swore they stopped printing magazines in like '95 no, or something. You're being stupid. <laughs> you're such a nerd. God, God. Uh, <laughs> um, do you know what pods are? Pods? Yeah. Like a sleep pod? No. Or pog, like no, not come on, we're not going down that road. All right, no, I don't know what a pod is. Tell me. Um, so if you don't have a lot of stuff, you should consider a pod. Uh, it's that it's like a box. Looks like a uh, looks kind of like a portable storage unit that they drop off on your driveway. You load it up, and then they pick it up and take it to the next location and drop it off again. Oh, really? Are you not familiar with this? Not at all. You've I'd, never I'd... seen a pod parked in someone's driveway. So I'm not quite sure what it looks like. It Are looks you like talking a square, about like a big box, a U-Haul hitch or something? No, it's a square box. There's all right. Have you ever heard of? I'm going to name them all: Pod, U-Pack, one eight hundred Pack Rack, Pack Rack, blah, one eight hundred Pack Rat, Door to Door. These are four of them that I'm aware of. No, I haven't. Are you not really? Seriously, like I've only seen U-Hauls or like moving company. Things. No, these I, I are mean, these are like, you know what a storage unit is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because there's a shitload of them here. There's I'm probably across the country as well. But yeah, there's some around here too. They're they're a box with a garage door on it, and they they literally come over to your house. They drop off this giant like box, and you can load stuff into the box, and then they come back and they pick up the container. And they drive it to your desti- the next destination, and then they drop it, and then you unload it. Hmm. Sounds super convenient. So, yeah. I'm going to read this little thing here. Uh, so, yeah, basically, uh, it can save a lot of money. And if you load them yourself, obviously that saves you a lot because that's you know why you would hire do this over, say, a moving company. Or that's mm-hmm. why you would get a truck, say, over a moving company because you're the one doing the work. As soon as you have to pay somebody and then tip them for moving you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go up in price, right? Right. Some report that using pods is even cheaper than running a truck to drive goods uh, a few states away. So it's even cheaper hmm. to use a pod than it is to rent your own truck. Plus, you don't have to deal with driving and like... Well, yeah. So it's just, if you rent a truck or cart your stuff to the moving company's terminal and load the cube at the terminal instead of having them drive, instead of having them deliver the cube, you could save even more money. Yeah, but then who's gonna carry? Who's gonna carry it in? I guess you're gonna carry. Like, how are you gonna? You're gonna unload the pod and then like. Yeah, you you load the pod. They pick it up. They drop it off. And you unload the pod. 
you know, like maybe nine, I think nine boxes, maybe even like breaching it, but anything more than that. And if they're, if they're like huge boxes, like I think is like unmanageable at an airport. Imagine pushing nine boxes through a, fu- uh, yeah, you know, a pod, doesn't, a pod is not that a pod is not, it's huge. It's a big giant. No, like, no, I know, I know. But unit. you're saying like you could take the pod, drop it off at the terminal, like, and then at the you- moving company's terminal. Oh, I thought I, when I hear terminal, I think airport. Yeah. I'll read it again. If you rent a truck or a cart, I'm sorry. If you rent a truck or cart your stuff to the moving company's terminal and load the cube at the terminal instead of having them deliver the cube, you can save even more money. Hmm. I don't really get that, but whatever. It's there. Be a pod person. That's what it says. But I've I've never used a pod, and I'm I'm actually, if the next move I'm due, I'm going to look into it. Because if it's cheaper than renting a truck and I don't have to drive the goddamn truck around, that'd be better. Speaking of which, one thing that I I really do like is is iPods. Just want to put that out there. God, my jokes are so good. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Anyways, keep keep, keep moving. I am going to keep moving. You are monkey wrenching this. It's my job, dude. With your dumb jokes. Apple nerd. I'm a fanboy, too. All right, no. All right, move at off times. I didn't know this. This is interesting. Off times? Yeah, off times. So if you're moving locally, consider moving during the middle of the month. Why, you ask, Andrew? Why? Why? Because moving companies are always busy at the month end. But when Mm -hmm. business is slower... Uh, the ah, rare right, company, rental. yeah, rental, the rare like, company uh, may lower its tariffs, but you've got to go out and find these. So, moving in the middle of the month is better than moving at the like b- end beginning. The end beginning time is like when they're really busy, and that makes sense because people are switching jobs and you know have to move out of their apartment at the end of the month. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, uh, on like a side tangent, I wonder if apartments are then cheaper. Maybe if you get it mid month, mid month, maybe. Because it's like an there's not much competition. But anyways, well, when do you think the most in in a whole year? When do you think the busiest moving time is? Summer. Why do you say that? Because you're right. But why do you say that? I because I, I just feel like in winter, like no one leaves their their houses, and you just yeah, don't right. do anything. Like you're just I thought you're eating takeout and like crying and just like staying in your like it's like dark at like five or like really you know. Yeah, I was assuming spring. I mean, look, spring, summer, I, I said summer, but, you know, I, I would say those would be much more than, like, winter, fall. So it says moving between May, uh, October and May will save you money. Hmm. Uh, if you're not under a deadline to move by a certain date, you can get discounted moving rates from the van companies during the off-season. Hmm. I guess they have no business. Like, they, they got to yeah. put their guys to work. You got to look into that. I mean, moving in the middle of the winter might, be, might save you a lot. Seriously. Especially if you book ahead. Uh, <laughs> Dave Ramsey has another piece of advice. I got. I'm going to tell you where I got. I I went to uh, realestate.msn.com and moving.about.com is where I got these all this stuff from. I compiled them and kind of worded them myself. Mm. <sighs> get money for your move. Get mo- like get paid to That's move. Right. That's right, dog. Get money. Um. Why would someone pay you to move? Your employer. Ah, relocation costs, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, I didn't need it when I first started after college, but a lot of people actually got it. 
Yeah, like, like when I was uh, asked to work for an, a company out in California, and they told me they would pay for all my moving costs. And you know, they I think they have to because <laughs> they would, that's, yeah, that's like, an incentive, though. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, but they would. I think they would pay up to a certain amount, so I'd obviously still have to be under budget, but. Well, I was going to say, like, if they're going to give me, like, say, five G's to move, I will make sure that should cost two G's, and then I pocket, like, three G's. Oh, yeah? Is that what you would do? Oh, yeah, dude. Because I think they just give you a lump sum. It's not like you give them receipts. I, I don't. I wouldn't think, but... All right, so number 10 is not really a tip. I'm just going to talk about moving trucks, because I've had to deal a lot with this. Obviously, Andrew's the master at moving trucks. <laughs> well, no one's died yet, The so. moving truck whisperer. <laughs> what, what is your U-Haul tip? Um, well, I mean, it's not so much a tip as like, I didn't realize, um, like if you rent a Hertz car, you could drop it off like in Canada or wherever, you know, but, um, U-Haul has to be dropped off in the exact same location you picked it up. So if you're, you know, moving from one location to another, you're probably going to pick your car up from location A, you're going to drive to location B and what you fail to, or I fail to realize that I have to then drive back to location A and basically get someone to pick me up or something. And um, I got, they charged me all these crazy fees and they're being like real assholes. I, I argued it. And they eventually, after lots of drama, dropped the charge. But uh, I said something to be mindful of. Yeah, but I'm sure there are car, like cross-country deals or like... There has to be. They're not going to make yeah, you drive. Yeah, you know, maybe it's like an additional fee or something. Yeah, they're not going to make you drive from like Arizona to New Jersey and make you drive all the way back to Arizona just to drop off a stupid U-Haul truck. They're not. <laughs> There's just no way. But you do need to know where you're going. Short distances are obviously easier, right? They cost less mm-hmm. and, and you can get a truck for cheap. Uh, but longer one-way trips are going to cost more because, you know, you got to send the truck back or, or the truck's going to be dropped off at a different location. And plus you're paying more in gas. Right, right. Uh, now, as far as sizes go, it uh, <laughs> so they like basically if you can get a twenty six foot truck, which will accommodate like a four plus bedroom, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a ten foot truck, which is tiny, can will be perfect for a studio apartment. Uh, but they always say to rent larger trucks if you you know if you're unsure. And it's funny because I just recently helped my friend move like, a couple months ago, and. He was going to get like a standard, I think it was like a 24 or 20-foot or truck or whatever, and he ended up just going for the big 28 truck, 6-foot truck or 26 or whatever. And I was like, dude, you have a two-bedroom townhouse. Like, there's <laughs> no way we're going to fill this truck. And you filled the shit out of it. Filled it to the brim. He's like, I can't believe I had this much crap in his like house. He's a tw- like He had a 1,200-square-foot house. Like It's pretty Damn. goddamn small because mm-hmm. like, my condo was that, and I filled like half a box truck. Wow, but yeah, he had so much stuff. So That's much. A lot stuff. of yeah, dude. Yeah, wow. and then uh, yeah, felt, I mean, he needed it, so he actually, sh- you know, he was unsure and got the bigger truck and was like, hey, you know, whatever, it's bigger. It was diesel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I mean I'm sure it costs more, but uh, booking in advance. Did you know that that affects the pricing or could affect the pricing? No, actually, I, th- I think I've always just booked it like within the week. Yeah, or something. that's what always what I did. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know if you book like a month in advance, you get a discount, mm. or maybe that's the thing. Always ask for discounts. You know what I mean? Just go and yeah. ask. You have no idea what they're. You know, hey, I'm renting this truck two months early. Can I get a discount for renting early? Mm. Since it like gives them plenty of time to like, you know, they're getting basically money up front. 
Right, know. right. It's worth it's worth you know, especially if you go to a smaller company like a like a mom and pop sort of truck operation. Yeah, I'm sure they would hook you up and whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I just wrote this stuff down. There's um, you know, moving uh vehicles where you're gonna tow it behind the truck or if you're gonna you know send it over on whatever. Uh, so I'm just gonna read this paragraph here because I I really don't I never had to do this. Uh, so you have to ask yourself. Will you be uh, driving the car yourself or will you be towing it behind the truck? Do you have any motorcycles or snowmobiles or boats? Uh, a trailer rental can increase your cost by an extra $150 to $300 depending on when you need it and if you need a trailer hitch and how many days you require it. Ask the company what costs are involved and what's the best option and what the best option is to move additional vehicles. So just keep that in mind. Mm. You know, I, I, it's more of just a, like a question to ask yourself before you move. Insurance, right? Have you ever gotten truck insurance? No, and I'm actually, I think, very lucky because I those trucks are are not like driving a car, dude. No, they're like driving boats. Like, but they're not as bad as people th- like. Once they are intimidating, and then when you get in, we're like, eh, this is kind of easy. Well, yes, yeah, so it's not hard, and I think people also kind of get out of your way because, yeah. like, I feel like the people around you are like literally as nervous as you are. Well, I'm mindful to know that people that buy like rent those trucks probably don't know what they're doing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but that's me as a driver just on the road. Even 18 wheelers, like, I'm afraid if I get too oh, close, too. they're just gonna roll backwards and like crush me. And, oh, dude, so. I'm afraid they're gonna change just, lanes and just yeah. like throw me off the road. Yeah, I, I mean, I just drove 24, you know, across basically across the country. I mean, I drove to Colorado recently, so that was a lot of trucks on the road out there. Uh, but insurance can cost up to $30 a day, which I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, dude, if you're going to if you're going to total the car, I think it's a great deal. Obviously, the goal is to not total the car. I've never bought insurance. I mean, I don't even buy insurance on I don't buy like the extra care packages with nope, Apple yeah, or right. any of these things. Like yeah. I, I fly by the seat of my pants and just but then, the best. Yeah, I hope for the best. And, you know, I guess so far I've saved a ton of money because I don't buy them. But, of course, if I rented a, a huge U-Haul and, and totaled it, mm-hmm. it would negate, like, my whole life savings of insurance costs. <laughs> yeah, and just, you know, and the last thing is just take inventory of what you have and figure out what you're going to need because, you know, there's you can rent dollies, you can get moving blankets, ropes, straps, packing. Like, just do some, like preliminary thinking on what you're going to need and see if you can borrow some of this stuff, mm. you know, cause it costs money to rent stuff. And look, uh, a hand truck, for instance, hand trucks are not that expensive. You can get them at home Depot for pretty cheap and it might be cheaper to buy it at home Depot than it would be to rent, you know, every day. And depending on how many days it's going to take you to move, you know what I mean? And then you yeah. have, a, then you have a hand truck and you can use it for other things. Hmm. I think I think I could just use a hand truck just for like life, because you know you're moving shit, reorganizing a room, whatever. Yeah, or some like weird sex fantasy. <laughs> you're a Hannibal Lecter. All right, dude, you you called me out on it. You're right. See, yeah, that's that's how many kind dollars, of our thing. How, how many hand trucks do you own? <laughs> oh, okay, okay, but only, only three, and that's because if one breaks, of course, you know? of course, you gotta have a backup. It's insurance, yeah. so maybe Seriously. it is worth it. Um, all right. So that's it. That's all I got, man. And I don't know if you have any additional tips for moving. Um, but they were, they were the best that I found online. Mm. 
And if you if you guys are moving, I know this episode's not going to be for everybody because not everybody's moving right now. Everyone's you know there's some people that are content. Like right now, I'm content, but um, I do have a plan to move soon, and I'm going to go back and listen to this episode, or I'm sure we'll turn it into some sort of blog post because it would yeah. be nice. Uh, so we're going to do that, and uh, that's it. I guess I just have one tip. Well, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I would say that if your friend is moving somewhere and they're on the fifth floor of like an apartment or something, make sure you schedule like a doctor's appointment for that day. (laughs) For afterwards? (laughs) Chiropractor? Yeah. yeah. I I, I helped someone move in a fifth floor apartment, and I've never gotten a better workout in my life. Mattresses, window units, like, damn, dude. I had to move a king size mattress up three flights of stairs. That was great. That sucks. And they're heavy. They're like heavy and awkward. Yeah, they're heavy and awkward. That's what it is. But yeah, uh, yeah if you guys uh, if you're moving, there's some ways to save money, and I, and I will be taking all of these into consideration. And um, I did a listener ask for this. I think a listener did right. Wanted to know I, some moving tips. I don't remember to be honest. But dude, so you say you're taking this all into account. Where are you moving to? Oh me? Yeah. I don't know yet. Oh, okay. But soon. I'm thinking about it. Cool. I don't really have the money to do so. But, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I can't stay at my brother's house forever. You know, he's got a life that he's got to start at some point. Mm. I have a life that I need to start, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, but it's just something to, to just to consider. Or if your friends are moving, you can at least tell them, like, hey, go listen to this podcast. It was really good about moving. And there's a lot you can learn. Right? Right? <laughs> Guys, um, email us if you have any questions. Listen, money matters at gmail.com. That is our email address to say hello, whatever you want to do. If you, have, if you want some more tips on moving, I can, I'd be happy to do some more research for you or give you some <laughs> tips on what I did. Uh, but yeah, if you're looking to move, let us know. You know, And if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's not begging because we have a lot of good reviews like so many and they're coming in and we're in what's hot in itunes c- because of you guys and we're, yeah we, we've been, we appreciate that like i mean we were in we were very high on the itunes list like just kissing dave last, last week uh i think it was thursday or friday we were uh we were number four in investing yeah and uh we peaked at at the 119th largest podcast in itunes what Oh, you know why? Hmm. Reviews, subscribes, downloads, yeah. people telling their friends, all of these things are helping. And you guys emailing in and letting us know what you think of the show, even if it's negative or just constructive criticism, like I don't like this or you guys are stupid or you know <laughs> whatever, this episode sucked. These are all things we really take into consideration. Yeah, it's like not, it, it's not like just like oh, this guy's an asshole. No, I mean we really look. If you're a dick about it, like I probably won't be able to help myself, and I'll probably be a dick back to you. <laughs> but but uh, plenty of people have emailed in, and they they don't like this, or they have a concern, or whatever. Yeah. And like we have like educated conversations about it, and I would say the result of most of the conversations actually improve the podcast. Like Matt and I took their advice to heart. Yeah. And, uh, you know, made changes. So uh, you like it, but you think it could get a little bit better? Tell us. We'll, uh, we'll do it. Yeah. And I'm going to read a review. A good one. Great podcast for fixing your finances. Five stars. Gatekeeper 57 from the United States. I've been listening from the start for obvious reasons. I don't. 
I don't know what the obvious reasons are. Well, well read the, read it, and then I'll, I know why the obvious reason is. Oh, okay. I probably should have read the whole thing, huh? Read, read the whole thing, okay. yeah. I've been listening from the start for obvious reasons. The interview sessions are really good, and I love to hear the banter between Andrew and Matt. Lots of great information for those who want to save money, fix their finances, and retire early. Entertaining, entertaining and informative. Keep it up. So, um... I know because this username is used for for other things as well. Uh, that's my dad. No, <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> he finally got around to reviewing us. Like what? This is a few months. That's <laughs> your dad. Yeah. Why is he the gatekeeper? Is he a big Ghostbusters fan? I I don't know actually. I don't know to be honest. <laughs> but I think uh, it's like funny because you like randomly chose it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going in order from like when we get them. That's funny. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Hell yeah. yeah. And he has an episode. That was actually really good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, if you guys want to learn more about personal finance, money management, moving, whatever the hell you want to learn about as far as long as it comes to money, uh, we're always writing new stuff and posting up new episodes of this show every single day at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. So that's it. Thanks again for hanging out with us, and we look forward to the next episode. Later. Later, man.